This is the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast, telling the story of Kosciuszko County through the eyes of those who have been here lifetimes and those who have just arrived. The mission of Clearly Kosciuszko is to craft a sense of place and pull all corners of our county together. The story of our community is ever unfolding and needs you. Each month, we'll talk with those involved in our community and invite listeners to play, learn, and grow alongside us. Now, the latest edition of the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast with your host, Jody Claypool and Ryan Martin. Welcome to another episode of the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast. I'm Jessica Hauk with KEDCO, and today we're having a discussion in the series, A Life Well Lived in Kosciuszko County. And today we're talking about children and families with our guests. But I wanted just to cover the bases with you again. So the Clearly Kosciuszko Podcast is powered by KEDCO with our wonderful host, Dream On Studios, and in partnership with Tivi Tippy River Adventures and visit Kosciuszko County. Today, we're continuing that series, and Jody Claypool is my co-host today. Hey, well, Jody. Hey, Jessica. <laughs> How are you doing? Fantastic. And our guests today joining us are Muriel McFarland with Instrumental Machine and Development and Sherry Searles with Launchpad. Good afternoon. Hello. Hi there. Right on. I think Jessica nailed you nailed the introduction. Ooh, it's my first time. So. Yeah, I know. I know you're nervous. Well you done. did a good job, man. <laughs> nailed it. Thank you. Um, it's also great to be among good company. So in Kosciuszko County, we've had some great opportunities to have conversations with more people in the community that you get to meet as listeners. Um, and I'm excited to be a part of this conversation today as a mom, as a resident of Kosciuszko County, but also as someone who works in the employment area and supporting companies with their employment and retention. Um, Childcare is a really important thing in our community, and we're going to talk about that today. Fantastic. Yeah. I, um, I actually do some work with IMD, so Instrumental Machine Design Development mm-hmm. uh, is more colloquially known as IMD. Sure. So when you say IMD, that's, what that's who we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's a great organization. Um, and so I actually... Uh, just getting a little bit of the background of what they were doing before the pandemic was, a, it was inspirational to me. And I'm like, hey, this is a model for people in general. So, you know, it's something to learn from and, and to hear about. So we'll get into that. But I just wanted to kind of plant that seed before we even even started to dive in. That's a great, great part. Um, and just a little bit of information about Sherry. I met her through her former job in elementary education and so it's great to kind of see how all of these pieces kind of come around and fit together in new ways and now your role with Launchpad. So Sherry would you tell us a little bit about where you live in the area and why you're excited about what you do with Launchpad? Absolutely. Well um, I should probably whisper this part. I live in Wabash County. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, I just live over the line, but have taught uh, with Warsaw Community Schools and have been a, a part of this um, community for a long time and uh, part of Launchpad for the last almost five years. Very exciting. And just so people have an idea, tell us what Launchpad is okay. and 
a little bit about how you support the county, but also even broader than that with you know, your role in some different things. So Launchpad is the Child Care and Early Learning Coalition for Kosciuszko County. And we are part of the Chamber of Commerce. We started this work in October of 2018. Um, That's when uh, the Chamber came together with the Community Foundation and United Way. And they had been hearing over and over, not enough child care in Kosciuszko County People cannot work. We need more child care. And so Rob from the chamber, Stephanie from the Community Foundation, and Darren from United Way came together. They looked at this at all angles for a year. They really started in 2017. And then they went down to Muncie to visit one of the coalitions um, that had actually been working for a while to learn from them. What are you doing? How's it work? Um, what advice would you give us? And took some of that um, and worked through 2018 to form the actual coalition and invite uh, local businesses and other community members to be involved. And then I was hired um, and began my work in October of 2018. So. So, so what is a coalition? Walk me through what that means. Yeah, so it's kind of a task force that that really focuses on an area. And one of the things that we are um, firm about is that because of the scope and size of this problem, you need a full-time person that wakes up thinking about this every day. And so my job with the coalition, uh, with the group that we've assembled, is to um, focus on the many aspects of childcare. Um, it's, it's a broken system. There are a lot of pieces and parts that Um, don't work, not only in Kosciuszko County, but in the state and in the nation. Mm -hmm. And so we are just really focused on how to solve this issue for our families in Kosciuszko County. What what are some of the, um, give me an example of like some of the problems that you guys had to like navigate first. Like what were some of the top Mm -hmm. issues that you had to tackle first? So there's kind of this um, chicken and egg thing. We need more seats. There are not enough child care seats. When we started this work, we needed about 2,000. Um, and, but then we also don't have enough people working in the field. So if we add more seats, more classrooms, more programs, who's going to work there? Because our current programs are already short of staff. Are, are seats like pre-K? Are we talking like pre-K? Are we talking about like kids after they get out of? We're talking about zero to five. Zero to five, okay. Infants and toddlers and pre-K children. Gotcha. Um, and I'll just say the biggest need that we have in the county is definitely infants and toddlers. We have not enough pre-K seats, but uh, crucial for infants and toddlers. So the seats might actually be blankets. Yeah. <laughs> the seats might be blankets, yes. <laughs> they might. They yes. might be cribs. <laughs> and then, Muriel, talk a little bit about how you got to know Sherry and what your role with IMD is in kind of partnering and addressing the need from a corporate standpoint as well. Yes. Thanks. Yes. Thank you for asking because it really is such a need, not only for the parents themselves and the families, but also the companies around our our community, it's an economic issue more than anything else. I mean, not more than anything else, but it is a huge economic issue. Um, And so from our standpoint at IMD, 
Um, I'll take you back uh, about three years ago. It's been an ongoing issue throughout our existence Mm -hmm. uh, at IMD, but it became exacerbated by COVID. Um, Lots of people calling in, you know, our childcare facility is closed down for the next two weeks. I won't be able to come in. Um, Hey, listen, uh, my childcare facility is closing and I can't afford one of those expensive centers. So I just need to quit my job. You know, the, the list goes on and on. And Todd, our CEO and president, said, I'm, I, I am tired of this child care situation creeping mm-hmm. up on the orthopedic industry yeah. <laughs> and specifically within our walls. And so he um, called Sherry, who is our, Kosciuszko County is very lucky to have Sherry. Mm-hmm. She is truly an expert in child care. And so we are very lucky to have her. That was the first phone call that was made. Sherry came in and said, um, okay, so first I would recommend that you do a survey. We surveyed our employees um, and we asked those with children, do you have children age 12 and under? So we put those in a separate Mm -hmm. pile. And of those surveys that came back for parents of children 12 and under, how many of you have had child care issues? 100% of the surveys in that pile have had childcare issues, mm-hmm. whether it be cost, availability, safety, um, lack of curriculum, mm-hmm. uh, inadequate care, you name it. Um, and, and that also affects parents when they're on the job, they're completely preoccupied mm-hmm. with where their child is at the moment. And so, um, you know, we are a company of under 100 employees. Sherry said, I would not recommend you build a center. It's not cost effective. Millions of dollars and regulations out the wazoo. Um, what I would recommend, what Sherry would recommend is to buy a home. And Todd says, I- let me be clear though. I run a manufacturing company. I don't know anything about childcare. The last thing I want to do is run a child care. She said, no problem. There's a fantastic uh, organization called Early Childhood Alliance out of Fort Wayne. They are top notch. And they will come in and run the show for you. Um, okay, so then how does that benefit our employees? Well, then our employees get first dibs on those mm-hmm. spots. Not only is it they have a fabulous curriculum. It is a preschool. It is a child care. And it is one of our requirements is that it needed to be within an eight minute drive of our facility because we have employees coming from all different zip codes. Sure. And so um, we provide the facility. We have the contract with ECA. And the other part of it, I think it was Sherry referred to a broken system is our childcare providers are not getting paid enough. That's why mm-hmm. no one wants to get into it. I mean, right? do you want to get paid minimum wage to go spend your morning, noon, and night with 12 three-year-olds by yourself? I mean, <laughs> I don't in particular. I, if you do, then you're an angel. Yeah. Um, and so uh, part of it, too, from our standpoint, is we also are paying those people at IMD Early Learning is the name of mm-hmm. our facility, um, fair wage employment mm-hmm. um, and, and benefit packages as well. So we give our employees uh, with children mm-hmm. ages five and under first dibs on those seats. 
and we subsidize their tuition. Uh, they still pay um, $95 a week mm-hmm. uh, per child because they have to have some skin in the game. Yep. Um, but uh, we it took three years, but we are up and running. Um, and it took three years for a number of reasons, and most of it was legislation and local government, their own regulations kind of uh, imploding on mm-hmm. one another. Um, so yeah, we just hope to be an asset to the community. And I apologize, our main objectives, I should have started with that, was to recruit talent, mm-hmm. to retain the talent, and to help our employees be financially successful. Those and, are good goals. And so far, we've not recruited. We have been able to retain. And mm-hmm. we think, you know, we have a couple of families with two children there. Mm-hmm. And if you think about the amount of money that they're saving per week, that helps them to be financially successful. What has been the reaction um, outside of IMD? Have you guys gotten a, some sort of a, a sense of um, people interested in this? I'll tell you the reaction of the um, advocates for early learning, not only in our county, but in our region, is everyone is looking at what IMD is doing um, and wishing and hoping that their um, employers would look at this and mm-hmm. um, and try something similar. They're really leading the way, and they're very open to talking to other businesses who are thinking about dipping their toe in this. Um, so they are really trailblazers in this, and they've had to go through a lot to get that opened with zoning. We actually were able to change some zoning laws because of what they were going through. And so, yeah, it has caused it. There have been um, articles written about what they are doing in different things in the state. So mm-hmm. it's very impressive. Yeah, bravo, bravo, IMD. And as a parent, just looking at, I mean, I navigated COVID with my kids at home and working, you know, I. I sat on the sidelines applauding and cheering on IMD for the work that you guys are doing because I think there are a lot of steps that can continue to be made from a corporate perspective, um, but as we are supporting families and employees and growing our community, it starts with quality childcare. We we champion that in K through twelve education, mm-hmm. um, but we need to be championing that as well with you know, that infant, toddler, and preschool age. And I think that that's another message that um, Sherry at Launchpad works to uh, advocate for that that message of the brain development before the age of five, before they even hit kindergarten. And so, like I said, this IMD early learning where we have our, the preschool, the constant learning, the constant immersion in nature, there are no screens for the children, that brain development is taking place. And we hope then that their kindergarten readiness will then foster itself and lend itself well to our school corporations within our county. So that when teachers or administrators have these kids come in and say, oh, they came from one of those facilities where the company Mm -hmm. actually sponsored their employees' children, that's when the school is excited to get those kids in mm-hmm. and that will just help to you know make Kosciuszko County an even better more rich community I mean the adage of it takes a village is I I just can't ex- 
I, I can't weigh that, uh, the weight of that adage enough within this project because it has taken a village. It has taken government, community leaders. It has taken community uh, chamber of commerce, United mm-hmm. Way, it, all of their support and other businesses to, to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, again, that it will not only help our citizens, but also our schools and then mm-hmm. as generations continue. Absolutely. And I know there are a lot of different options, right? Not every company might be in a position like IMD to look at that type of offering for their employees. But Sherry, I'm pretty sure there's a spectrum, you know, that companies can do to help support what's happening in the community, whether it's, you know, partnering, where there are seats at IMD's facility or other places. So what are some of those? When When a company reaches out, uh, to me to talk about childcare, I come to them with kind of a menu of options. So we, the first thing I always encourage is for them to um, survey their employees, and I provide a couple surveys that they can choose from. Um, just let's see what the real need is. We know you have a felt need, but let's see what the real need is. And um, we just go from there with what we find out that their employees are saying. And um, we also, we like to to ask families, what kind of childcare are you looking for? Some families want that home environment for their children, so they're looking for a licensed home. Others would rather have their children in a church-based facility. Others want centers where there's, you know, you have to go through three locked doors to get to your child. Um, One of the things I love about IMD is that it's a hybrid model. It's that home environment, but it's not actually anyone's home. And so the whole house is set up for children. And um, it's just a high educa- highly educational model and really a perfect hybrid um, for families. So mm-hmm. we believe families should have options of the different kinds of care. And so when I talk to businesses, that's one of the things that we talk about. Um, I'll give you an example of another partnership. Uh, Pollywood reached out and they really um, they were seeing uh, a real need for child care for their employees. And about a block away from Pollywood is Syracuse Elementary, which had a couple of empty classrooms. And so we formed a partnership um, with um, Syracuse Elementary, Wawasee Schools, and Pollywood. And so in this one classroom, it would open at 4.30 in the morning to accommodate their employees. It was open on spring break and Christmas break and all the time that Pollywood employees needed to come to work. And so they paid um, the school district to lease this seat and to operate this program for them. Very cool. Lots of interesting things that are happening. We just have to be creative. The old model isn't working. And so we are constantly looking around our state and our country going, what are you doing that's working and sharing um, our ideas and our models with each other. So Sherry, if a business had uh, a felt need mm-hmm. and they wanted to get the process started, what's the, what is the clearest way for them to engage with, is it Launchpad? Launchpad. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. The best way to is um, co- to contact me. I'm at the Chamber of Commerce and I will come to them and we'll just sit down and have a conversation like I did with Todd at IMD. You know, what are you noticing? What are your needs? And then coming back with, so here are some ideas of things you can do. And it may be something like, um, does your, do you know that your employee's child care can be pre-taxed? I mean, it may mm-hmm. be something as simple as that, or 
Do you know about the Early Learning Marketplace? This is a, a newer website where families in your employment can search for childcare in our area, um, or all the way up to let's build an on-site childcare. Mm -hmm. so. Cool. We're gonna pivot a little bit and talk about what it's like for you with your families and from a personal standpoint in Kosciuszko County, as you think about what's happening here with the work that you do, but also the life that you live, what are things that you have found are like secrets or hidden gems to Kosciuszko County? Um, this is obviously one of them from a childcare perspective of things that are kind of happening and growing, um, and, you know, continuing to move forward. But what are other things outside of maybe that, that land in the life and the play part of? Okay. So, um, Yes, I do appreciate Kosciuszko County's um, efforts in childcare, and I and Sherry has been recognized, you know, across the state, and in, in terms of also being an advisor on the advisory committee for the governor. So mm -hmm. that shows that is a, a great testament to the, the fact that our county has one mm -hmm. of the best in the state. Mm -hmm. um, but I do have, I have a six and a nine year old, um, and we live in the southwest corner. Uh, you know, we, we are, my husband is a sixth generation farmer. And so our ground is primarily in Kosciuszko County, but you step over, you know, one side of the road and we're in Fulton County. So mm -hmm. that's, we are the corner. Um, my kids attend Tippecanoe Valley. Yeah. And so, which is also a, a county school. Some of the, so, some of the things that I do with my kids that I um, I feel like are very unique opportunities is that they grow up on a farm. Mm -hmm. They have uh, Bach um, Nature Preserve is in our backyard. Our kids can go and roam, and it's like Winnie the Pooh and Christopher every day. Um, so not only that, but we have a small pond behind the house. Uh, my parents uh, live on the other end of the county, up in um, the on Chapman Lake. So we are a family that respects the water, and we, you know, as children, we have given them lessons very young age because we're going to be around water for a long time, and just being in contact with that wildlife. Mm -hmm. um, and again, as as a, a farmer's wife, mm -hmm. um, being able to see the crops and um, all of the natural resources grow over the course of every year and how that affects our local economy, because we have Louis Dreyfus, which mm -hmm. is in our backyard. Um, so that cuts back my husband's time and my father-in-law's time in the cab mm -hmm. of the semi. Yeah. Um, there, it's, it's all right here. So mm -hmm. it, it is. And... As far as um, the, from weekend to weekend, I, I always take my kids to, we do uh, the library mm -hmm. and the park and um, a hidden gym that our kids like to go to is the historical museum. That's the old uh, Kosciuszko County Jail. Uh, they, they love that. If you have kids and you're looking for something indoors in the yeah. dead of winter, take them to uh, the old county jail museum. That's cool. 
She's speaking your language, Jody. She's talking about water. Yeah, I mean, she hit me on a, on a bunch of different things. Farming, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, Ryan and I can relate to that in a big way. Mm -hmm. Water, of course, because Tippy River Adventures. So, mm -hmm. if you want to get down the river, come to Tippy River Adventures. We'll take care of you. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, but all of it, you know. Mm -hmm. So I can relate. I can relate to a, a lot of it. So. And Sherry, how about you? What are your likes? What are things that you get to do? Mm -hmm. Well, um, my children are all grown and live out of state, some of them. And so um, when I look around Kosciuszko County, um, I see what wonderful resources our youngest citizens have. Mm -hmm. And I also see over the last five years how um, county and city government have begun to value early childhood by making those changes in mm -hmm. zoning laws. and. We got ARPA dollars from both city and county for early learning and childcare. Mm -hmm. So I'm just thrilled that our um, county and our community is starting to understand the value of this age. And it's not kind of that old guard saying, well, my wife just stayed home. Why don't they just all stay home? And mm -hmm. then this will this won't be a problem anymore. And we know that that's not the way it is in our um, community in 2023. Mm -hmm. And so um, just the way that the whole community has come together to say this time in their lives, 80% of the brain develops by the time they're three years old. So we're not looking for place, we're not looking for babysitters. We're looking for early childhood educators. And I know that you can go to our library and many of the places that Muriel mentioned that actually, that are not just for school-age children, mm -hmm. but that provide enriching opportunities for children all the way from zero to five, because that is an important, important time of life and development. They're building their brains at that time. Mm -hmm. I just did some training with some early educators last week, and I said, what do you, what do you call yourself? Um, you know, you're not a babysitter. You're not even a daycare worker. You are a brain builder. You're a brain architect. And at the very least, an early childhood educator. And so just that our whole community would come around. This is the lowest paying profession, which is ridiculous considering yeah. what they do every day. And so um, when I started my work, the average wage for early educators in our community was $9.35 an hour. Um, I'm happy to say that has gone up, but it isn't nearly what it should be for the importance of the work that's being done. Yeah, it was interesting. I had a conversation with a friend of mine, and her son was saying, why is it the teachers don't make as much money when they're the ones who are training all of the people in all of these professions, and then all of those people are making way more money than, mm -hmm. you know, and so those are things I think as we have conversations about dreaming big in terms of you know, what's what's next mm -hmm. and what the future is. And I think mm -hmm. it's good to see young people asking questions about this is important work mm -hmm. and why aren't they compensated like everybody else is? And so, you know, now we can continue to have those conversations. You know, we're entrusting them with big things in small packages, right? In right. small people. But the work that they're doing is so important. Absolutely. And I do think that that's um, also worth noting for our employees who do send their children to IMD early learning. I also commend them because they're they're kind of under the microscope. They're allowing their sm the biggest treasures of their lives to kind of be part of this experimental um, 
project that we have going on. So, mm-hmm. and so far they've, they've loved, I, I'll tell you a story about one of our um, employees. Her daughter came, uh, I believe she was 18 months when she started, zero words, no words, um, had a very difficult time communicating. Um, and our uh, director, Brianna, noticed she was also kind of even having a hard time navigating the area. And um, they they have parent-teacher conferences mm-hmm. uh, twice a year, and so she suggested to um, the mother of our empl- of of the child, you know, has Issa been in to see the eye doctor before? Mm, no, she's only two. What time? Wh- when do kids start going to the eye doctor? Well, I would I would recommend almost legally blind. Issa wow. was so now. You go and you see her interacting at IMD Early Learning. She has a vocabulary of over 40 words. She wears her adorable pink goggle glasses that um, ch- change the shade. It looks They just look like really cool pair of shades when she goes outside. And it's just been quite a turnaround. And so being able to see those stories... Yeah, has been very rewarding. Super special to see fantastic the investment that then the staff right they're they're like IMD staff they're Mm -hmm. just working with children instead of you know other mechanical parts Uh, or things. uh, How does Launchpad take this model and promote the heck out of it? How do how do you guys parse up these testimonials, stories? Um, where, Where do you guys find the biggest bang for the buck as far as hitting the the area mm-hmm. and getting a response. I feel like we're just um, getting into the time where employers see this as part of their work and part of their role. I think many employers up to this point uh, said, well, childcare is not our responsibility. Um, but just like employers have taken on that role of health insurance, I think childcare is going to be the next thing that they have to come to the table and say, if I want to attract and retain talent, this is something I have to do. And so it's just starting to ramp up, I think. Um, there's a grant that's coming out in September from um, the state that is specific for employers. So um, $25 million grant that employers can apply for and that will help them think about making that investment in, in uh, early learning for their employees. And so I work with the chamber and with um, we're working with KEDCO mm-hmm. to get that information out as soon as it's released. So hopefully that will bring more employers to the table. Uh, we did hold a summit last fall and invited employers. We had IMD on our panel as well as one of our um, local churches that just opened an early learning program so that employers could begin to see this is what it looks like to, to step into this space. And here's those that have gone before you as an example, and you can do this too. And mm-hmm. I know it is scary for employers to step into this space. A lot of them even hesitate at that um, survey because as soon as I say to my employees, tell us about your childcare needs, that's a big that's a big step. All of a sudden, employees are going to say, "Oh, you're going to help us with that." Mm-hmm. So, uh, Muriel, <laughs> did yes, you I mean the the rumor mill is rampant out on the floor anyway. And so, <laughs> as soon as you say 
as soon as the CEO president asks you about childcare, you start, oh, could it be? Could it be? So, you know, employers are very hesitant to even put that out there, especially when you add up dollars and cents, mm-hmm. which is a lot of dollars and a lot of cents. Um, but again, it's part of being the community in the community. It's part of being an advocate for the community. And it hopefully will help our facility as well. You know, mm-hmm. it's not all altruistic on our part by mm-hmm. any means. Um, from another pr- uh, perspective, as far as an employer goes, um, tax breaks. We are, so Sherry um, has been doing her research and um, looking at Kyle Walker is a senator out of Hamilton County, and he has introduced Senate Bill 186 that would provide tax breaks to companies who create more uh, child care seats, not just saying, listen, I'll subsidize you. Well, that's not mm-hmm. the problem. You can throw vouchers out there all you want, but if there are no spots available, then those don't make any kind of sense. Mm-hmm. So Senate Bill 186 is if you are creating more capacity. Sure. You get a tax break. So or, here's, a, here's a question for you. Yeah. Uh, given the pandemic and the, just the, the, how much of a catalyst it was for changing the traditional work environment, is there value for somebody who maybe is self-employed or works in a non-traditional work environment to reach out to Launch, Launchpad to see if there's, um, you know, child care yeah. services or some way to leverage the launch pad? Absolutely. One of the things that I would love to see happen in Kosciuszko County is a play cafe. And that would be a place where parents who work from home, but maybe still have their children, small children with them, um, or a parent that just wants to have uh, a meeting, but their children are underfoot. This would be a place where parents can come and buy a cup of coffee and open up their laptop and look across the room, maybe across the glass, and see their children being um, t- taken care of by an early learning coach who's kind of overseeing them just playing in oh. another, you know, nicely curated room where you don't leave your children there. You're there, so it doesn't have to be licensed because you're right there with your children, but that gives an opportunity for you to work and for your children to um, have a fun environment to play in. That's a great idea. And mm-hmm. yeah, they're doing that. Um, I've been to one in the Indianapolis area. And um, those are starting to pop up in bigger cities, but why not here? And as, as somebody who was a remote worker with kids at home, you know, I love that opportunity because mm-hmm. then you're not trying to find a short-term babysitter for an hour mm-hmm. so I can drive somewhere and have a meeting and then, you know, come back because it's harder to do that mm-hmm. um, in the daytime yes. or, you know, during business hours whatever your business hours might be. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. Yeah. Um, well, we're kind of wrapping up our conversation and we have a traditional question that we ask at the end of every podcast Have you guys episode. listened to previous episodes? I have. I have. All right. Okay. So there should be no shock. <laughs> mm-hmm. You should be familiar with the question. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm going to ask that. <laughs> The traditional question, as I look to Jody, um, what does the phrase "clearly Kosciuszko" mean to you? Okay, so when I hear "clearly Kosciuszko," which um, was actually part of IMD sends 
um, a number of employees, two per year, to Kosciuszko Leadership Academy yeah. every year. And uh, one of our employees, Kosci- clearly Kosciuszko, was her white paper project. So Love we that. have been nice. on board with clearly, clearly Kosciuszko since its infancy um, when it was established. I like to associate it with, you know, pure Michigan. This yeah. is, but clearly Kosciuszko to me, you know, not only insinuates the clarity of the water, um, the the clarity of the, the nature aspect mm-hmm. that Kosciuszko has to offer, but it's, it's all right in front of you. It's, mm-hmm. it's clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a clear choice. Mm-hmm. Clearly Kosciuszko. It's, it's very clever. Mm-hmm. One of the things I, I like about the tagline, uh, learn, play, grow. Mm-hmm. To me, my mind goes to early childhood. Mm-hmm. That's it. Learn, yeah. play, grow. But this is a place where even our youngest citizens can learn and play and grow. And so I just think of clearly Kosciuszko is a place that just unifies all of us. It's that village. I love that. And those are they're pretty unique answers. It's mm-hmm. kind of when you ask the question, however many times we have with all different people, it's fun to see everybody's different take on it. Um, and based on, you know, what you do and where you live and how you enjoy Kosciuszko County. Um, We've so, had nobody yet until Muriel uh, bring up the origin story. Right. Of oh, clearly Kosciuszko. Yeah. So now we know where it came from. <laughs> there you go. I didn't even know where it came oh, from. Oh, I knew where it came from. I keep from. asking the question. I don't know where it came from. So yeah. I know that, um, so Alan Teo of Kedco mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, Liz Dewart was from mm-hmm. IMD, but I don't know who else was on that that team, but that was from Kosciuszko Leadership Academy mm-hmm. with Alan Decker, who does great work. Mm-hmm. I do want to um, say that if those who are listening to this podcast, if they have any questions about um, our plight in childcare as, you know, a, a business owner or even just a parent that says, what is this place again? Mm-hmm. I, I would like to learn more about it. We would love to show you our facility. We would love for you to meet our teachers, it, give us a call, visit, uh, give us a call, imdortho.com, and you can find our uh, our phone number there. Great. I love that. Any other shout outs? You guys want to shout anybody out, talk about upcoming things that you might want the audience to know about? Well, we're really looking forward to the grant that's coming out and and helping our employers start to move forward with this because this isn't just the work of government, and it's not just the work of employers. We all have to work together. And so um, just really looking forward to bringing our community together to learn more about how we can do that in the very near future. Is there is there an ask we can put out to the audience to say, hey, this is coming, you know, engage your employer? I mean, I don't. I don't yeah. know if that's appropriate, but I'd say engage like your chamber because engage, we're okay. going to be coming. Um, All right, Rob, mm-hmm. come to engage, you. Buddy. Yes, <laughs> we're going to be coming to you through our chamber connections to let all employers know what's going to be happening, what's coming for them. Mm-hmm. And we do have open slots at our facility, um, so if you are looking for uh, childcare, there uh, we have open capacity. And for business owners, we challenge businesses around the community. Listen, are you having the same issue? Perhaps you would want to fill some of the seats at IMD Early Learning and help your employees by subsidizing the tuition as well. Mm-hmm. So um, those are definitely some immediate needs that I would like to see filled. Mm-hmm. Great. 
Jody, I'm going to let you close us out because. Well, thank you guys for being here. Thank Again, you thank you to uh, Dream On Studios for this uh, wonderful setup. Fabulous facility. Here, right? Very nice. This is yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Kedco, of course, uh, the you. Visitor Center, and Tippy River Adventures. So if you guys want to have some fun on the water, <laughs> join us. Reach out to us at tippyriveradventures.com and sign up for your adventure today. Great. Thank you so much for being a part of this conversation. And I think the next podcast you're going to hear still continues in that same a life well lived in Kosciuszko County as we talk about what makes this community great um, and how we're investing in the future. So stay tuned for more from the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast. And that will launch in two weeks. Clearly Kosciuszko is a countywide voice created in partnership between the Lilly Center for Lakes and Streams, Kosciuszko County Convention and Visitors Bureau, Kosciuszko Chamber of Commerce, and the Kosciuszko Economic Development Corporation. If you're seeking a day trip or a weekend getaway, a place to start your business, or a flexible location for a corporate conference, Clearly Kosciuszko will connect residents and visitors with the right resource throughout the county. Thanks for listening.